Kingdom Revelations is a podcast of Royal Identity Ministries. Founder and director Luke Niebergall has addressed the body of Christ around the world through corporate gatherings of believers. Luke serves the body of Christ as a prophetic voice by developing healthy prophetic cultures where God can move and speak. Welcome to Kingdom Revelations. So something that God's been having me teach on really recently is about spiritual warfare, and it's it's a topic that I believe is really misunderstood in the church. And I believe that one of the reasons why it's so misunderstood in the church is because we have a really unhealthy perspective of how we view, first of all, God, but second of all, the enemy. Because a lot of the times when we view spiritual warfare, we kind of assume that we're on the defense, and... I don't know, we take this defensive posture when really we should be on the offense with God because we're actually the victors with him. Something that we've had a tendency to do is to perceive the enemy to be a lot bigger than he actually is. And this has actually distorted our view on spiritual warfare. You know, if you look in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, it talks about how Jesus has been given all authority. You know, and in Romans chapter 8, verse 17, it talks about how we're made co-heirs in Christ. You know what that means? That means that all the authority that was given to Jesus as co-heirs, we get to come alongside of that with him. So a key word that we need to kind of see in this verse is, you know, Jesus has been given all authority. So if Jesus has been given all authority, then guess who has no authority? The enemy. So why have we perceived him to be so big when really he actually doesn't even have any authority? It's like if you look at the beginning of the Bible in the book of Genesis, after Adam and Eve disobey God and they eat from the tree of knowledge and good and evil, God condemns Satan and he says to him that he's condemned to be a a snake to slither upon his belly for the rest of eternity. That's in the book of Genesis. Now if we look in the book of Revelations and we see the description of Satan, he's actually perceived as a multi-headed dragon. It's like, look at what we've turned him into by assuming that he's bigger than he is, when really he has no authority. What we end up doing is when we assume that the enemy has authority that he doesn't have, we crown him with power. You know, because the enemy, he doesn't have any authority, but he does have power. With Christ, we have both power and authority. Something that I want to do right now is I want to talk to you a little bit about the difference between power and authority. When we hear these two words, because of a lack of knowledge, we have a tendency to group them together and think that they mean the same thing, when actually they mean something completely different. A good example or a good symbol for power would actually be a gun. You know, because guns are powerful. They shoot, you can hurt someone, they, they cause chaos. It's, it's a good symbol of power. Now, a good symbol of authority would be more so like a policeman's badge. You know, because like if you, tur- if you go to a crime scene and there's a bunch of bad guys and they're shooting each other and there's, there's bullets flying everywhere, they're moving in power, there's chaos. All that a policeman needs to do is he needs to show up with his badge, show his badge and say one word and the chaos has to stop. That's the difference between power and authority. See, the enemy, he does have power. He can, he can hit, he can attack. However, we're the ones with Christ who have authority. So all that we need to do is speak one word and he needs to stop. That's the difference. I was sitting in a coffee shop with a friend, and as we were sitting there, I, I looked over and I saw one of the tables that was near us. And what there was was there, was, there were two women sitting down at a table, and one of them was uh, doing tarot card readings with the other woman. So there was like blatant occult witchcraft stuff happening. And if you've ever sat under my ministry, you know that I really get irritated with witchcraft. I don't like it at all. 
So I said to God, I was like, well, God, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to do anything? Do you, should I do nothing? And I felt like God said to me, he said, go and minister to the person who's sitting next to them. So I was like, okay. So I walked over to this man who was, who was at a different table but near them, and I started talking to him, and I gave him a prophetic word and spoke into his life, and he allowed me to pray for him. And as I was praying for this man, this was an unchurched man, but he just started getting rocked by the Spirit of God. Like this man started just laughing hysterically, and he was shouting like, yes, God, yes, God, yes, God. He was causing this huge scene. It was almost chaotic. But as this was happening, I was listening to the conversation that was happening next to me with the woman doing the tarot card readings and the other woman. And all of a sudden, I heard the woman who was doing the tarot card readings. She said, she said, my, my psychic link has been cut, and I can't, read your, I can't do tarot card readings with you anymore. And it was so profound to me because it was like, you know, that woman, she was moving in power. Like she was moving in the occult. She was doing tarot card readings and stuff like that. She had power. But when we walked up to her, we were the ones who carried authority. So even though chaos was happening and even though it was effective for the kingdom of darkness, as soon as the kingdom of heaven showed up, the chaos had to stop because we move in authority. So all of a sudden, this woman just stands up and she looks over at us and growls at us because there was a demonic manifestation and she stormed right out of the Starbucks. This is what it can look like when we truly begin to understand the authority that we carry in Christ. I'll share another story with you. I remember uh, a few years ago, me and my friend, we were at the mall. We were walking around and we were just kind of loving on people. We were asking God for words of knowledge and looking for people to pray for to be healed and All of a sudden, I walked past this cell phone store, and as I walked past this cell phone store, I felt like the Lord spoke to me and said that there was someone in the store who had problems in their left shoulder and that it was a chronic pain. So I stepped into the cell phone store, and, you know, I was... I've learned to be this bold. Like, I haven't always been this bold, but I've learned to be this bold. So I stepped into the cell phone store, and they're all cutting deals, and there's there's guys that are working there. The manager was there, and I just said, stop. Everyone, stop what you're doing right now. So everyone just kind of stops awkwardly what they're doing, and they look at me, and I said to them, I said, who here, you got problems in your left shoulder? And everyone's looking around at each other, like, who is this random guy? And all of a sudden, the guy standing behind the till, one of the workers, he puts his hand up, and he says, well, I get chronic pain in my left shoulder. Why did you even ask that? So I said to him, I said, I'm a Christian, and I believe that God speaks today, and God told me that you were going to be in here. And I said to him, if you let me pray for you right now, you're going to get healed. And he said this, he said, the crazy thing is, he's like, I get this chronic pain, it never leaves. But the second that you walked into the store, my shoulder got healed. And it's so profound to me because it's like, you know, you read stories about in the book of Acts about like the apostle Peter. And it was like, people just wanted to get around him to get under his shadow because they believed that he would be healed. It's like Peter just radiated the glory of God everywhere that he went because he understood his authority. So when we begin to understand who we are, it's like, yeah, we can operate in healing, but it's like right when you get around someone, they can receive healing in their body. Sometimes we'll put up prophetic booths at different festival festivals in different cities and, you know, we'll do dream interpretations or give prophetic words or pray for healing. And, you know, it got to the point where people would walk up to our booth and they would be like, I came up here wanting healing, but the second that I walked up to your booth, I got completely healed. Why is that? It's because power from the kingdom of darkness was moving in their lives. They were inflicted with pain. But the second that they get around true authority and true kingdom, the darkness has to flee. 
So right now, what I want to do is I just want to pray for you guys right now because I believe that God wants to impart a revelation of the power that you carry and the authority that you carry. So right now, I'm just going to pray over you and just bless you, believing that God is going to stir these things up inside of your spirit. So Jesus, I just thank you for everyone listening in right now. And God, I just declare a revelation of power and authority over their lives, Jesus. God, that wherever they go, Lord, that they'll have a heart for those who are in different forms of of power of darkness, Jesus, God. And that when they go, authority will trump the power. And God, that everywhere that they go, I pray that they'll see the sick healed, God. I pray that they'll see demons flee, God. I pray that they'll be able to prophesy. But God, that they'll have enough faith in the authority that they carry in Christ, God, that everywhere that they go, that your kingdom will be established in Jesus' name. 